Welcome, everybody, to episode 0040, or episode 40 of the Pixel Power Podcast. And I want to let you know that this will be the last show, not the last show period, but the last show of 2020. Now, you may have been hoping that this was the last show ever, but it will not be. It is just simply the last show of 2020. And uh, taking a quick look back, a little retrospect on the previous year, this is, uh, I'm actually a year in, just a little bit uh, over a year. So it's been about a year and a couple of weeks that I've been doing the Pixel Power Podcast. And I want to take a hiatus over the holidays. I want to take a, a look at what I've done in the past year. There are some things I think I've done well. There's some things I think I need some significant improvement on. And I'm just going to reevaluate the show, how the show is uh, produced, how it is uh, broadcast, and uh, look at uh, possibly redoing the website and looking at ways to make it easier for me in 2020 to not only host and produce the website, but to share information. Some of the things I'll be doing is I'm going to actually move the Google sites website over to a new Jekyll platform format. That is a static blog that will be hosted on GitHub pages. My personal website, stephencombs.com is hosted on GitHub pages. And I think I'd like to use the same tool for both while Google sites was a great test to see if Google sites could host and be the host for podcasts, uh, show notes. I found it uh, has a lot of limitations that I need to get over. Some of those limitations include just the way I publish the post, the way I can track uh, your activity on the post. I don't have really a great tool either in Google Sites to provide a way for us to have a discussion there, although we are doing a lot of discussions in Reddit. Still might be nice for those of uh, you that don't have Reddit accounts to be able to uh, contact me and actually have discussions about particular episodes. So I would be able to throw in a discussion board. That's just a little bit about what's going on and the changes I'm going to make, but it's a great opportunity for me to continue to build my web development skills and knowledge using tools such as Git, GitHub, and Atom. For those of you that know what that is, I have been wanting to explore that a little bit more. So it's kind of a goal of mine in 2020 to learn more about that. It'll also allow me to have more control over the site look. Now, I will say the site will be very basic at the beginning, and I may or may not add additional features as we go. We'll just have to uh, see where where it uh, takes us as we build that website, and I would look forward to your feedback as we're building that website. But in 2020, when I relaunch, probably sometime in early January, it will be just a basic site. So I am going to, as I said at the beginning, this will be the last show of 2020. I'm going to take the time now between the holidays. I have some time off from work, and I really want to focus on that relaunch of the site and the relaunch of the podcast. So what does the relaunch of the podcast mean? That means I'm going to try and get back to where I originally wanted the show to be, which was short little snippets that gave you quick tips on how to use your Pixel devices. So for me, that means trying to keep the show in under 20 minutes, and that's going to continue to be a goal of mine. 20 minutes or less for 2020. How about that? Works really nicely, right? 20 minutes or less for 2020. So hopefully you will appreciate that. And that way, I don't become a time suck out of your day for these long marathon sessions, but I become these short little snippets that are included within your podcasts that you listen to on a regular basis, and you just happen to get a little information about how to get the most out of your Google or Pixel powered device. So that's where we're headed with the Pixel Power podcast in 2020. For today, though, I do want to give you what I'm calling kind of a stalker stuffer 
stalker, stocking stuffer edition of the addendum. So no major topic today, just a lot of addendum items that have happened since I last spoke with you, which it's been some time. I think I'm going on three weeks, which is the longest span, but it was a chance for me just to think about where I wanted to head with the podcast. I have this broken down into a couple of groups. And the first thing I want to talk about is some feedback. And I want to uh, once again, thank Joanna who feed, who um, sent some audio feedback in a previous episode. But one of the things I failed to do was, as some of you know, we have a Twitter account at uh, Pixel Power PC. And if you put in the hashtag Pixel Power Podcast, then I can search for those. I actually get a notification uh, when you tweet something with Pixel Power, hashtag Pixel Power Podcast. Joanna did that and she said, and again, I'm a little belated in, in thanking her for this, but she said she was pleasantly surprised to hear her own voice through her audio feedback on the latest Pixel Power Podcast. And then she was kind enough to say, truly appreciate what Stephen does for the hashtag Team Pixel community and the time he spends sharing his knowledge of Chrome OS with us. So thank you again, Joanna. Really appreciate the feedback and really am apologetic about not finding your tweet earlier, but hey, it's a great way to thank you one more time. I want to talk about Android TV. I have a couple of items here. I'm going to be trying out another Android TV device. As a matter of fact, I have the box in my hand. It is the Mi Box S. Most of you know I love my NVIDIA Shield, which is an Android TV device, probably the gold standard. But this device, this Mi Box S, has been getting some really great reviews, and I have a secondary TV I would like to try that on, and I'll talk about that TV in a minute. But it is uh, Android TV-based. It uh, was on a great deal, and I think it was, was it Black Friday? It was on Black Friday or Cyber, no, it was Cyber Monday. It was $30 at Walmart, so that's cheaper than I can get a Chromecast for, which it does have that ability to act and serve as a Chromecast. It has Chromecast built in, and it's also 4K. So if I were to get a Chromecast that's 4K at its retail price, it would have been more than $30. So it's a really great uh, find. Even at regular price on Amazon, and I have a link in the show notes for you, it's $50. So if you were to compare a, a, a Chromecast Ultra with this, it may be worth the extra few bucks just to go ahead because you're going to get all the features of the Chromecast. I mean, yes, of the Chromecast, but you're also going to get the 4K and Google Assistant uh, built in with Android TV. So it's a great little box. So what am I going to put that on? Well, I'll tell you, this was the week for deals or the past week for deals. Uh, I found a 50-inch sharp 4K HDR TV with Roku built in, that other uh, platform I really enjoy and appreciate and we have throughout the house. Purchase that at Best Buy for $199. I think that's going to be a great deal. I have a, a standard HD TV in my office. I'm looking at that right now, and I'm going to replace that with the 4K uh, sharp. So I'm looking forward to that. I will uh, attach the Android TV and then on the single device, I will have both Android TV and Roku so I can switch between them and try them out and continue to share tips and tricks on those and share the differences. Here's what's really interesting though, along with the $199 50-inch Sharp 4K HDR TV. They threw in a free Google Nest Mini, the second generation. So now I have another Google Nest uh, to play with. So what an amazing deal. Um, and uh, it was um, not something I expected to purchase, but I just couldn't resist. I want to talk about some additions and enhancements to Google Assistant. Google Assistant now supports Google Keep. 
or Keep Notes as it's called now, and other third-party apps. Now, they've been hinting at this for quite some time, but now you can use Google Keep to capture notes from Google Assistant. Not only can you use Google Keep, but you can use other services such as Any.do, AnyList, Bring Shopping Lists is also an option, or you can say, hey, don't sync them at all. Use the old uh, task manager that's built into Google Home. So you have to activate this, and you do that by going to your Google Home app. You go to Assistant Settings, Services, Notes and Lists, and then you'll see all of the services you can choose to keep your list organized through Google Assistant. If I ran through those settings too quickly, just come and visit the show notes and I'll have those listed for you. They'll be under Google Assistant and Devices. It will be item number one. Also, if you are a Google Fi subscriber, guess what? You get a free Google Nest Mini if you visit the app now. And it's only for the primary account holder. If your account is writing on another person's account, you will not see this option. But if you are a five subscriber, go visit the app now and get your free Google Nest Minis. These things just keep multiplying. Google is just sending these things out to everybody for free. So uh, be prepared. And I'll give you some tips here in a little bit how you can use those free ones uh, to do even more with them. So hang on. Another new thing that was released this week was some new assistant superpowers to control your Pixel phone browser. So there's a new flag, and we talked about flags in previous episodes. But if you go to the flags in the Chrome browser, on your Pixel phone or other Android phone, go to Chrome flags slash hashtag direct dash actions. That link is in the show notes if you want to try it. You can select enabled, then restart your browser, and then you can trigger your assistant and say one of the following commands. You can say, hey, open a new tab, close this tab, close all tabs, go back, go forward, reload, bookmark this page, open history, or open downloads. Now, this was all teased at the Google Developer event in uh, 2019, but now it's rolling out to our phone. So be sure and give that a try. And uh, I have not done so yet, but we'll plan on doing that probably over the holiday to see how that works. So I mentioned all of these Google Home Minis and Nest Minis that we're getting for free or you're probably going to receive for Christmas. Here's a couple of things I'm doing with it. One of the things I've done is I've taken a taken a Google Home Mini. It's a, the first generation. And I have a set of Edifier R1010BTs, which are Bluetooth speakers. I have those set up at work. And what's really nice about this is you can pair that Google Home Mini with those Bluetooth speakers and it sounds awesome. And oh, hey, there's another thing. There is actual stereo separation. So I have those set up on my desk, one on the right, one on the left. I can fire up my Google to play either a Spotify uh, playlist or a uh, Sirius XM or uh, 181.fm, one of their uh, online free stations, and it will play in stereo. It's been great through the holidays. I have a lot of holiday music playing on my desk, but it sounds so much better than just the Google Mini by itself. Now, what's really interesting about it is it can discern between whether it is the Google Home responding back to you or music. So just music comes over those connected Bluetooth speakers, all the other replies will come out of the Google Mini. And I really like that because I don't want that that booming voice coming out of those large speakers. So that's really great. The other thing that you can do if you have uh, more than one Google Mini sitting around the house is you can now take two of those Google Minis put those at the far end uh, or uh, quite a distance away from each other. And then you can create a stereo pair. So now you can have two 
Google Minis created and connected to create a stereo pair. And when you do that, it will do some magic with the microphone so that you don't get overlap. It'll choose one of those microphones uh, to be the uh, device that responds as opposed to the two. So it's got some magic uh, mumbo jumbo in there that it's doing for us. So take those extra Google Home Minis and try those out to pair them or connect them to a good pair of Bluetooth speakers. If you've listened to past episodes, you know I'm a fan of Tile Trackers. Tile Trackers can now be directly integrated with a Google Assistant, and you can say, hey, Assistant, ring my, and then the name of the Tile device. I've already used this for a pair of keys that I've lost or didn't really lose, just misplaced around the house. It's working well, but remember, you do need to connect your Tile account to your Google Assistant for that to start working. You do that again through the Google Home app. I think Santa's is going to be really good to us as we're talking about Google Assistant. So there is in a little box, a Nest Hub Max uh, sitting over here in the corner of my office that Santa will be delivering uh, on Christmas morning for the family. It will sit in our living room. So hopefully nobody in the family is listening to the podcast. Believe it or not, they don't. So I'm good. And finally, in the Google Assistant and Assistant Devices category, there is now a home button coming to Google hubs. All of the hubs that have a screen on them, there will be a home button. It will look like the home button from Android if you use that. And instead of having to swipe to the right uh, to get uh, back to your home screen, sometimes you do have to do that a couple of times on your hubs. You can simply hit this home button. I've not seen that yet on my home hub, but I have heard that it is rolling out. Next, I want to talk about Google Photo. And Google Photo is uh, has received a new feature that I have been enjoying, and it is now the opportunity to share an individual photo. So you don't have to create an album and share an album anymore. You can share an individual photo. And then what's really nice about it is it creates a chat area below that so that you and your friends and family can chat about that photo. So go to Google Photos on your phone or on your Pixel Book, and you can start to share that photo and start chatting about that memory. It works really well. The other thing I want to talk about in the Google Photo section is Google Lens. I don't know how many people use Lens. I find myself forgetting about Google Lens on a regular basis, but I had a situation where my wife came to me. She had this picture of a leaf, and she was trying to determine what kind of leaf that was. So what we did is she was trying to search for it. She used the browser version on her PC for Google search uh, to find uh, like images, and it wasn't bringing up anything. So what I did is I showed her how to bring that image up in Google Photos on her phone. We hit the Google Lens and there, just like that, she was able to identify what leaf that was immediately. It was so much faster and I've been exploring Google Lens more, but when there's something in a photo you wanna know more about, make sure you try that Google Lens. And Google Lens is available not only in Google Photos, but it's also available in your camera. And this is really neat. If you just load your camera, fire it up, and you see the Google Lens button in your Google phone or your Google Cameras app, tap on that and just see what it can find in your image, in your viewfinder. Couple of tips in the Pixel Book Slate slash Chrome OS area, new Pixel Book and Chromebook perks are available. And what boy, what timing with the new Star Wars release. If you go to the link that takes you to the perks pages for Pixel Books and Chromebooks, which there's a link in the show notes as always, you can now get a free copy of Star Wars Knights of the Republic. So that would be fun for people that want to revisit that. It's completely free. Doesn't matter if you've just recently purchased a brand new Chromebook. Just go visit the perks, even if you have an 
an older Chromebook, you will get access to this perk. And then the other uh, Android app, which is a game that was available, was Asphalt 9. So go out there and grab your copy of Star Wars Knights of the Republic and Asphalt 9. Also released this week was a, for your Chrome OS device, for the Chrome browser, was a full screen Google Tasks extension. If you are a user of Google Tasks and you don't like how you're forced to use it in these little windows, either on the side of Gmail or uh, within the calendar, you can now get a full screen version of Google Apps. And I have that extension link in the show notes. I've not been using Google Tasks. I think uh, most re listeners will remember I'm a Todoist person right now. If Google Tasks could get a few more features and get me out of Todoist, I would like that. But right now it's just not there. And primarily the tasks or the uh, features I need in Google Tasks are ways to collaborate with others. And it simply doesn't do that yet. Several addendum items for the Pixel phone. First of all, Google releases 24 how-to videos for the new Pixel 4 on YouTube. And these are great videos. I highly recommend you go take a look at them. Even if you think you know everything there is about a Pixel phone, you are going to learn something there. So some great tutorial videos. Link is in the show notes for that. Also, Google Camera 7.2 rolled out uh, over the past couple of weeks. You should already have this, but what's really nice is it added document scanning and text translation on Pixel 4 and Pixel 3. So you simply fire up your camera, double tapping that power button is how I like to do it. Point it at something that might look like text or it may look like a document and you will see a pop-up request to ask you if you want to capture that as a document. And when you do that, it will automatically perform some magic and crop that image or let you know what that text is. The coveted Pixel 4 recorder app is now available for all Pixel phones. For So for those of you with the OG Pixel, Pixel 2, Pixel 3, you can now have access to that wonderful recorder app that will uh, transcribe your audio and allow you to quickly search your audio transcription. I didn't know if I was ever going to get it, but the Pixel December updates finally rolled out to my Pixel 4 XL this week. It rolled out last night, so I haven't really had a chance to dive in there and see what's new. Uh, maybe in January, of course, when we come back in January, there will be another release. Maybe we'll talk about that then. RCS messaging is available now for all US Android users. RCS messaging is that new chat uh, system that allows uh, you some more capabilities within chat. Uh, one of the great things about RCS messaging is we finally get those little chat dots so we know if somebody's replying. It does have to or requires both parties to be on RCS, but now if you have somebody on an Android device, you're going to start to get these rich features. And they're also, as if you've used this, you're also seeing that RCS is the way that they have taken some of those old Allo features, which were suggestions in text, and incorporated that into the messaging app. So be sure and download your latest copy. Make sure you have the latest version version of Messenger for your Pixel phone, it will tell you the first time you fire it up, uh, if you've not upgraded or used RCS messaging that, hey, you now have this feature and it gives you uh, some tips on how to use it. The first Pixel feature drop happened this month and feature drops are a way for Google to update the Android OS without a full update of the Android OS. What they do is they update features and add features to applications within the OS that add to the overall experience. And this first drop was huge. There were a lot of applications that received updates, too many to list today in this show, uh, but it was brought a whole heap of goodies. And you know, this is a new paradigm for the way 
phone updates occur on Android and one that will sure make our friends over on iOS envious because they have to wait year after year. We're going to start seeing on Android, much like we do on Chrome OS, new features just get integrated uh, with regular updates. Make sure you're keeping Google Sounds updated. I think it's a recent, or it's currently on 2.2, and it adds over 100 plus ringtones and sounds for pixels. And I have really enjoyed it. I've show, shared with my wife how she can enjoy it as well for the holidays. So over Halloween, we had some eerie sounds for our phone calls and our notifications. Uh, we had a turkey gobbling for Thanksgiving. And for Christmas, we have some jingle bells and some other winter sounds. So if you want to add those sounds for free to Google Pixel, uh, make sure you download the Google Sounds 2.2 and, and start to look around in those ringtones and sounds and see what is best for you. And then finally, as we go into the holiday season, I would be remiss if I didn't say make sure you have downloaded the Santa Tracker for some holiday fun and make sure that you have Santa Tracker installed. You have a TV turned on with Chromecast and when you have family and friends, you can put the Santa Tracker up on your TV and while you all are enjoying your holiday together, you can see and track Santa on Christmas Eve. It is a blast. I do it every year. It drives my wife nuts, but I love it. It's great. And while I'm speaking about Santa Tracker, if you have a Google Assistant, don't forget to ask the Google Assistant to let you know what's happening at the North Pole. I think the command is, hey, Assistant, what's the latest news from the North Pole? You're going to get some great tips. You're going to get a uh, Elf radio broadcast sent to you. So it's great fun with the kids. Heck, it's just great fun in general if you like Santa and are getting into the Christmas spirit. It's a great way to do it. And don't forget to ask your assistant to play holiday music around the house for you. Make sure you, you pair those devices. And then finally, let me give you a little tip. If you are looking for a great holiday station to play, you don't want to pay for anything. Make sure you say, hey, assistant, play 181 FM Christmas Classics that will stream from TuneIn and you'll have a great way to share some holiday music. It's very limited commercials. I really enjoy it and it's got some great music. So there's your holiday tips. And lastly in the addendum and lastly for this episode of 2019, a couple of miscellaneous items. First of all, new Wise Wi-Fi bulbs are in my home. I bought, purchased uh, two boxes of four and I really enjoy these Wise uh, Wi-Fi bulbs. I highly recommend them. I have some Zigbee uh, bulbs around the house that I'm using for Philips Hue. These are pure Wi-Fi that gets away from Zigbee. They're much more responsive. They're easier to set up. I highly recommend. And then while we're talking about Wise, uh, I don't know if everybody saw this. This is kind of interesting, but Wise is releasing a smart door lock in the spring that will be Google Assistant compatible. So you'll be able to replace the bolt on the, or the, uh, the controls to the bolt on the back of your door with this device, still keep your front lock set and you will be able to use your Google assistant to lock and unlock your door. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I already have a smart door lock I'm not sure I'll upgrade, but it'd be great to see the reviews on that device. Really enjoying what wise is doing and their integration with the Google assistant. So there you go. That's the last pixel power podcast of 2019. Again, it will be sometime. It'll be sometime in January before episode 41 is out. And hopefully we'll launch a new website at that same time. In the meantime, be sure to check out www.pixelpowerpodcast.com where I will leave that site active. It'll have a different URL, but it will stay active to be our archive of our 2018-2019 shows. And then that URL will take you 
to our new site, which will launch in January. If you'd like to uh, find the show notes for all episodes, don't forget it's www.pixelpowerpodcast.com slash episodes and then the number. Uh, for instance, this episode 0040 will take you right there. Remember, you can email me at steven at pixelpowerpodcast.com and you really need to come over to Reddit. Even though I was not podcasting on a regular basis, I was sharing all the, the information I shared with you today in the subreddit. Well, not all of it. Uh, but I did share with you the good deals that were going on. So if you're trying to get some of these deals that I'm finding on products, make sure you go there. And then we're having some just general great discussions about our Pixel devices and our Google Assistant. So come on over and join us on the subreddit. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. Not as much activity on Twitter as there is in the uh, subreddit. However, the latest episodes are always posted there so that you know when I'm returning. And don't forget, you can post your comments. Use the hashtag PixelPowerPod podcast like Joanna did. And hopefully I'll mention you in a future episode. Thank you all for being listeners. I would love to hear your feedback about where you think the podcast should go, what it should look like, what it should sound like in 2020. And I I will take that feedback and review it and see if we can make an even better show for you going forward. So thanks again for being listeners, wishing everybody a very happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, and I will talk to you again in 2020. Wow, 2020. 